the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The White House denouncing the Democrats' sweeping new investigation of President Trump as disgraceful and abusive. In a strongly worded statement, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders blasts the House Judiciary Committee's probe into possible obstruction of justice, corruption, and abuse of power. She accuses Democrats of, quote, harassing the president to distract from their radical agenda of making America a socialist country, killing babies after they're born, and pushing a Green New Deal that would destroy jobs and bankrupt America. Sanders says their intimidation and abuse of American citizens is shameful. Greg Clugston, Washington. In about an hour, authorities expected to update the situation in tornado-battered Beauregard, Alabama. The small town almost wiped off the map by last weekend's twisters and left at least 23 people dead. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. It's a Tuesday morning. That means the live edition of Like It Matters Radio is next with Mr. Black. The forecast now from the Eagle Wellness Studios today. Mostly cloudy skies, 15 for the high. Wind chills, though, still feel like it's around 15 below. Tonight, then, scattered flurries from 3 above. Some sunshine near 20 for your Wednesday. It's Wellness 1570. Learn more about us at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Janet in Lexington, Kentucky writes, Dr. Ace, I'm 58 and just had double bypass surgery. What can I do to maintain my heart health? Several things you can do. Diet is the key. Remember, food is our foundation. It's our best medicine. So start following the anti-inflammatory diet that's in my book, Empowering Your Health. Also, continue to exercise 30 minutes a day, five days a week, doing something you enjoy. Your body was designed to move, and you have to keep doing that. So find something you enjoy so you make sure to maintain that on a regular basis. Cod liver oil for your omega-3 fats, vitamin A, and vitamin D. And don't forget rest. Rest is a key. With our stressful lives, you have to maintain good, proper rest. Getting to bed before midnight is much better sleep than after midnight. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? 
I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're going to play. Matter of fact, today's topic is called Want to Play? Now, it's not the type of play you're thinking of. Uh, After the first segment, we're going to have Mr. Abe Wagner join us, one of my favorite presenters, uh, trainers. Uh, Abe does a lot of work with transactional analysis, and today's uh, he's going to focus in on the games people play. A seminal book by uh, Dr. Eric Byrne, I think it was in the 60s. Uh, and uh, we'll go into detail about that with that. Uh, I mean, with Abe, I don't want to um, steal too much of his thunder. But, you know, today's, uh, today's topic is really important to address, you know, because, uh, you know, most people are gamers. You know, they're gamers. And if you don't know what a gamer is, gamers is someone who plays games. And uh, I'm technically now talking about game systems. You know, I'm, uh, uh, I've had uh, every single game system uh, I can think of, uh, and I've fried most of them. You know, I used to have a PlayStation and PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and would have kept it except PlayStation 3. They changed the game so the games couldn't carry over. So uh, at the time, I did not like Xbox platform. And so I would have stayed PlayStation forever, but uh, they didn't transfer the games over. So then I, I switched over, and, and it got me an Xbox uh, 360 at the time. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I uh, fried my PlayStation, and when every fly, fried your PlayStation, it would be a blue screen. And uh, played my Xbox 360 a lot and fried it. And if you don't know what it means, it means you got a little ring of death, a little circle of death there, a little red circle. Uh, and then because I still wanted to keep in connect with uh, uh, Nintendo, I would get the Wii. And the Wii was good for playing physical sports and stuff like that. But there's only so many things they could do that with. And then it really lost its usefulness in other types of games. So kind of set, went full force uh, with the 360. And then... I wound up, uh, after I fried my 360, we went ahead and got an Xbox One, which I have yet to fry. But one of the neatest things is we've been playing lately Switch, you know, which is Nintendo's new thing. And, uh, man, uh, uh, you know, I played for a while Pokemon Go, and uh, now I'm on this game called Farming Together, Mario Tennis. Uh, Love games, love games, love games. The other night uh, when I got back, I trained a class this weekend, and uh, uh, was it Saturday night? Or oh, no, Sunday night. Sunday night, I wasn't going to work on Monday. I was taking Monday off, and everyone went to bed about uh, early. Val was tired, and uh, I wound up uh, getting on my game at uh, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night called Farming Together. And I wound up going to bed at 5 in the morning, Monday morning. <laughs> so I, I slept in a little bit yesterday because I'm a gamer. I love to play games. And so today, we're going to talk about the games people play. Uh, and you know what's interesting about these games these are psych- psychological games. These are uh, these are games really where yeah everyone's keeping score but nobody win, you know. Lots of score keeping, lots of score taking, but nobody's winning, you know. In schools, you know, they're working to to dumb our schools down now so that people don't feel bad because self esteem uh, is really the most important thing in school. Our educators think now, and so. A lot of times what they'll do is they'll dumb things down. They don't want to offend anybody. So they're lowering the grades now. Remember when we were in school, or when I was in school, I should say, uh, a D was 60% uh, and an F was 50%. F was failing. They are now in schools lowering an F grade uh, to 35. So you can be proficient and pass and push along as long as you're over 35%. So you take a test. And you get three and a half right out of ten. Uh, today's schooling 
uh, in America, that means you're good enough. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough to get by, good enough to move on. Isn't that sad? Absolutely sad. And so we're dumbing it down. Matter of fact, there are games out there. There are games out there now, if you don't know this, where they don't keep score anymore. You know, little kids are learning to play sports, and where they don't keep score, you just play. And so that way, there's no winners or no losers. That way, everybody gets a trophy. I've been to these tournaments uh, with my kids' things. Every single person gets a trophy. You know, we're so busy celebrating ourselves, so busy having this graduation, that graduation, and nobody loses, and everybody gets a trophy. But the sad part is that's not the reality of life. The reality of life is we do play games, and they they hurt. And there is not many people winning these games. You might win for the moment at what cost. You know, you might tell your spouse all their character flaws. You might be technically accurate. You've destroyed your marriage, but good for you. You're right. So what do you want? You want to be right, or do you want to have a good marriage? I mean, you can tell your kids uh, all the ways they screw up, and technically you could be accurate. Uh, You destroyed that child's self-esteem. You've created mother-father issues, family of origin issues, but good for you. You get to say whatever you want because you're the big guy. See, we always need to know what is our outcome. My background in uh, linguistics, is linguistic programming, uh, is basically you got to know what you want. Most people don't know what they want. Uh, they can give you a list of things they don't want. Don't want to be yelled at. Don't want to be the dead end marriage. Uh, I don't want to be abandoned. I don't want to feel like I'm not enough. I don't want to this. I don't want to that. But the problem is uh, we, we, we don't know what we do want. And why does that matter? Because you have something in your unconscious brain called the reticular activating system, the RAS, R-A-S. It's the brain's focal system. And it does not affirm. It, I mean, it only affirms it does not pick up negative programming. And the mind is six times faster than we can talk. So if I were to tell you to do whatever you want in your mind's eye, but don't picture the Statue of Liberty, you couldn't stop your brain from responding to my cue. You couldn't, because the mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so when we focus in on what we don't want, it's kind of like if you, if you were backing up a truck and you didn't want to hit something behind you. In order to not hit that thing, you must keep that thing in your field of vision. That's how our mind works. So we get so focused on what we don't want, and yet at the unconscious level, we're actually moving in that direction. And so many people are running around not wanting to lose. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose. I've lost all my life. I've never been enough all my life. And so they're so focused on what they don't want that everybody loses when we play these games. And today, Abe is so good, so entertaining. I'm so blessed that uh, we get to have him on, and you get blessed by his knowledge and the way he delivers that knowledge. You know, this weekend, uh, I, I was in class. I'm not sure what you did this weekend, but I got a chance to to speak life into, uh, into 20 people's lives. Uh, and by the grace of God, uh, lives were changed. As a matter of fact, if you tune in on Thursday's show, We'll have a couple of the recent graduates uh, from our life-altering uh, training of Team 196 with us. Uh, and, you know, we go through a lot, man. I mean, we're, we, we're cleansing, you know, traumas and dramas. Uh, we, we go through a lot in our class. When people learn what they're made of, we, we squeeze them. And when we squeeze people, just like a sponge, the only thing that can come out of them is what's in them. And so, man, we get a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of bitterness, a lot of resentment, a lot of trauma, a lot of drama, all from our childhood. And the problem is a lot of us, if we haven't, didn't have a good childhood, or even though we might have physically had a good childhood, maybe so psychologically it wasn't that good, we learn to survive. We learn to get through. We learn to, quote, play the game. You've heard that before. you got to learn how to play the game. You hear it now? Yeah. See, the problem is we've learned how to play the game. The problem is a lot of, quote, the game are games that should not be playing. You know, the good book's pretty clear that sins of the Father go three and four generations for those that hate the Lord. And, boy, we pass stuff on. I always tell people that doesn't mean it's a curse. That's not a curse. That's a sad reality. We pass stuff on. We pass on, we pass on patterns. We pass on trauma. We pass on drama. We pass on good stuff, too. And so today, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that's passed on. I think it was Dr. Adler that said, by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. In other words, 
the games that we've been playing. A lot of us have been playing them since we've been child, children. Not aware of them, not realizing them, but we're still playing them and we're still looking to win. So we need to be aware of what's going on so we can do what we're doing much better based on who we are and what we want. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be joined by Abe Wagner after the break. And today we're talking about asking a question. You want to play? We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows, and I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers if listening to mr black on like it matters radio is not enough if you need more of him here's one option for your mr black fix like it matters way of warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you each day he chooses a word from the book of wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application go to wayofwarrior.blog Click the follow button and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, whenever we have Abe joining us, we always add some entertainment because Abe's the only great presenter for information, but he does so in such an entertaining way that it makes it easy to listen from Abe. Man, if, if all s- trainers, all teachers were as uh, fun to listen to and learn from as Abe Wagner, boy, There'd be a lot more smart people out there. I can tell you that right now. Let me tell you the book that we're going to be referencing, and then I'll bring Abe on live. Uh, it says, The Games People Play is a best-selling 1964 book by psychiatrist Eric Byrne. Since its publication has sold more than 5 million copies, I got this from Wikipedia, so just so you know. The book describes both functional and dysfunctional social interactions. The second half of the book catalogs a series of mind games in which people interact through a pattern and predictable series of transactions, which are superficially plausible, that is, they may appear normal to bystanders or even to the people involved, but which actually conceal motivations, include private significance to the parties involved, and lead to a well-defined predictable outcome, usually counterproductive. The book uses casual, often humorous phrases to see what you made me do, why don't you yes but, 
and ain't it awful as a way of briefly describing each game. And as I like to say, these are games where everyone keeps score, but nobody's winning. So let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Abe Wagner. Abe, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Thank you. Glad to be with you again, Scott. Yeah, it's um, looking forward to it. And, uh, uh, you know, our listeners got a chance to hear you a little over a week ago, and we were talking about uh, the ego states, the child, the adult, uh, and the um, uh, uh, parent. So parent. how does parent. this, what we're going to talk about today, the games people play, how does that tie into the ego states that we discussed on the last show? Well, for people who remember, I talked about red ego states and blue ego states. Red mm-hmm. ego states are effective because they get, to, I mean, sorry, blue ego states are effective because they get the responses they want. Red ego states are ineffective because they don't get the responses they want. It's red ego states that play games. Blue ego states Mm. don't. Ah, so whenever there's a game being played, at least one of the participants is coming from a red place, correct? Generally speaking, probably more than one. Okay, so you're most likely you're engaged in the game. So whether consciously or unconsciously, both are are engaging basically in, in red in red. Yeah, and game. Let me define a game from my okay. perspective. Uh, and this is I didn't create it, but this sort of makes sense. First of all, uh, for your listeners, if there's something, some conversation that goes on between you and somebody else that always ends in bad feelings, it's probably a game. Okay. Uh, so a definition of a game: a game is a series of transactions. I say something to you, you say something to me. I say something. You can happen, you know, at one time or over a period of time. Mm -hmm. A game is a series of transactions, often repetitive. This has happened between me and you or me and somebody else before. A game is a series of transactions, often repetitive, with a predictable outcome. The person initiating the games can predict how it will end up, and it almost always ends up in bad feelings. A game is a series of transactions, often repetitive, with predictable outcome ends up in bad feelings and played subconsciously. We're not consciously saying, well, now we're going to play a game. We learn to play them as little kids, and as grown-ups, we don't know we're playing them. Hmm. So you keep playing. You know, the funny thing is, Abe, as I think about um, the games, you know, there's a saying out there that you know, learn how to play the game. You know, as soon as I can learn the rules, then I, I play to win. So many people are, are talking about playing the game, and you got to know the rules of the game, but yet... There's a lot of people playing games out there they're, one, not aware of, and two, they don't know the rules. I mean, based on the research I've done in this. And when they talk about playing to win, when we're talking psychological games, if I'm in a disagreement with you and my focus is on winning, then you've got to lose. And all the people who want to lose, raise your hand. See, a (laughs) game should be something in which we both get some benefit out of. There has to be a win-win. Yeah, the old win-win, right? That's what we call win-win. And and so uh, in a game, focus on resolving the problem instead of proving you're right. I should say in a conflict, focus on solving the problem instead of of proving that you're right. Now, I'm going to hit the book real quick, and then we're going to go into some some examples and stuff. On the the book, The Games People Play, was that Burns kind of opening salvo of transactional analysis? Is that what that 64 book was? That made him... That made him world famous. I remember uh, the book. He, he, yeah. He, uh, somebody said that it was rewritten because it's a little difficult to understand it. <laughs> but, the, um, the original one? Yeah, that's, what, that's where it all started. Wow. And I, I remember as a kid, I mean, hearing that thing. I didn't read it till later until I got in this field in my 30s. But I remember that book. Uh, and I actually remember yeah. the other one more so by Thomas Harris, that I'm okay, you're okay, which was pretty yeah. close after that, correct? Yes, it came very soon after that. And I, I don't know the author of this, but somebody wrote, I'm okay, you're not so hot. <laughs> it, really it, was, it Was it Abe Wagner? Was it Abe Wagner? No, it, was wasn't, that the <laughs> no, it wasn't, wasn't me. It wasn't me. Okay. Uh, hey, you know what, Abe? I was looking. I was on, uh, uh, I forgot, mindgamesorsomething.com or something. They listed out uh, just some of the common games that people play. And I got to be honest with you, Abe, uh, I was a little uh, embarrassed. Because it gives me like 20 games and says a game, the description, the real benefit. And the sad part is, as I looked at these games, I had to be honest with myself. I'm like, oh, my gosh. These are some I'm playing. 
and didn't even realize I'm playing him. <laughs> yeah, like, Burns, two, Burns' two primary games were Nicky Saab, which is now I got you, and yep. Kick Me. And, uh, <laughs> and a lot of games are basically playing now I got you or setting people, people set themselves up to get kicked, psychologically kicked. And those wow. are the two most common games. There's a variety of games. There's a game called Corner, where you're darned if you do and you're darned if you don't. My mother bought me two ties for Hanukkah one year. Next time I went to her house, I wore one. She said, what's the matter? You don't like the other one? That's the game of Corner. <laughs> I had a woman in therapy, group therapy, and she came to me the first time, and she was very upset because her husband wouldn't come, and they had marital problems. And I said, well, don't ask him. Tell him. So he came the next time. And the first thing she said, well, I'm really irritated with you. The only reason you came is because I pushed you. Well, she was very mad at him when he didn't come and very mad at him when he did come. And that's a game of corner. There's a game uh, called courtroom. He hit me. I did not. Plaintiff, defendant, then you have the judge and the jury. And that gets into the whole subject of the roles people play when they play psychological games, which is another very fascinating subject called the drama triangle. Yeah, and I want to get to that later in there because I, I think sure. the drama triangle is so powerful. I don't know it like you know it, but I'm just playing with it a little bit. And I got to tell you, Abe, and I don't want to get too much because I want to kind of end on that, hitting on that, that last segment because I'm just aware that we, we seem as a country to be all lodged on this thing called the drama triangle. We just can't get off it. Oh, we yeah. go from victim to persecutor to rescuer to victim to persecutor to rescuer. And, but but let's, let's go back to the games we play. Now, is this uh, – when you first started, I mean, got the, the desire for uh, transactional analysis, was it because of things like the games people play and because of – um, uh, Harris's book, I'm okay, you're okay, or was that uh, had nothing to do with how you got involved with transactional analysis? Well, I, I got involved because somebody said when I was first becoming a therapist, uh, have you ever heard of transactional analysis? And my concern was that sounded too difficult. I went to a two-day <laughs> workshop, and it was the first common-sense psychology that I had learned, and I, am, I had a master's degree in social work already. And it was wow. the whole theory. It just it made sense to me. Everything from ego states to strokes to how to confront people diplomatically to life scripts. I mean, it was just it just it made so much sense. That's what yeah. got me interested. I'll tell you what. When I went to that training, when I met you, when we were in Colorado Mountains, and and you came out and did sure. your three days. Or, oh my God! I had I, Abe. I'm telling you right now. Uh, I honestly felt uh, that that was the holy grail, uh, and I wrote that down in my journal. I journal all this. I honestly thought that that was the holy grail of everything I've been working toward. So it's funny you say you that. Know what you, I remember what you said at that session. One of the things you said is, oh, my God, I've been the critical parent too much. Yep. Oh, I that's remember it. Yep. you saying that. Oh, absolutely. I am. They know me as Mr. Black, and I run a two-and-a-half-day intensive, and I'm, I pounce. I, I'm on, I got my radar on and call my spidey sense. And I'm looking for anything off the beaten path because I'm squeezing them pretty hard. And so that critical parent role is something I use in my training. But it, it came to me from my childhood that naturally, and I've been working to get out of it, although I have to keep getting back into it in trainer mode. <laughs> well, you know, you know what's really interesting is one of the really good things about you, besides the fact that you read and do research, is that you're willing to look at your own behavior. And there's lots of people who won't do that. They're afraid of the results, whereas knowledge about your own behavior is helpful, wonderful. It's free. Give you some options. Yep. I love it. See, that to me, it allows me, uh, we're talking about games, it allows me to play the game better. When I know the more information, that's why I love the perceptual positions, you know, first, second, third. To me, it just gives me more information. It just gives me a way to make a better choice, a better decision with all that data. That's why I like that. And after the break, Abe, we're going to go into some of the games. You've already a, a couple of them. But, uh, you know, I want to talk about some things that you see most often when you're dealing with a marriage problem, maybe in business when you're dealing. Just some of the things from your history and all that. And I got a list of some of the games. And I also want to know at some point we'll talk in the next break, too, about good games. So I'm sure there's got to be some good games. They can't all be bad. And so um, I'm excited about what we're sharing today, Abe. And, uh, uh, man, uh, I think that this book and the, what you're talking about today, if people can really grasp the understanding that we're all playing games, a lot of times it's unconscious, 
And the only way we can change that is if we're aware of it, because awareness opens the opportunity for change. That's what you're talking about, correct? Amen. That's exactly right. And uh, yep. uh, the, the the straighter you are with people, the more you stay blue, as I talked about last time, the less you play games. Amen. All right. Well, today we are talking to Abe Wagner. And Abe uh, has his background in transactional analysis. And today we are focused specifically on a book that uh, was written by Eric Byrne, The Games People Play. Today, we're going to identify some of those games and talk about how they play out on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Chicago, March 14th through the 16th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Pro-Life Across America is celebrating its 30th year of saving babies. That's right. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We began three decades ago, and thanks to our supporters, we now have billboards, radio ads, and Internet ads across the country. So what have we learned in these 30 years? No woman wants an abortion. Most feel panic, pressure, and alone. Our hotline receives an average of 200 to 250 calls a month. We connect callers with free, confidential, and life-affirming assistance. Please help continue this legacy of support or post-abortion assistance. Visit us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or to donate today, simply press pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key words, pro-life, pro-life across America, non-political and totally educational. Pro-life across America, the Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And today, you get a twofer. Not only do you get me, the black man, but you get Abe Wagner. And so, Abe, welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Glad to have you, Abe. Glad to be here. So, you know, I was thinking about games during the break. Can Mm -hmm. I take a lead on this for a minute? Please, please, Uh, it's your show. Let's let's have people understand a little bit about why I play the games. Uh, I'm a little boy, let's say, and when I play nice with my sister, there's a principle, I should say, in psychology that says what you pay attention to invites the behavior to continue. What you ignore invites the behavior to disappear. That's from behavior modification. Hmm. And uh, in childhood, let's say I'm a little boy. Uh, and when I play nice with my sister, mom and dad say nothing to me. When I don't play nice, they pay a lot of attention to me. They scold me. They tell me why it's important to play nice. They help me to play nice. I get a lot of attention for not playing nice. When I do my homework, they say nothing to me. 
When I don't do my homework, they pay a lot of attention to me. What you pay attention to invites the behavior to continue. What you ignore invites it to disappear. In school, I'm an average student, one of 40 kids in a class. Teachers don't pay attention to me until I come to school late or I do something wrong. I'm learning to play the game called kick me. Now I'm a grown-up and I work in a corporation, and when I do what I'm supposed to do, the boss says nothing. But when I screw up, at least I get an email or he calls Mm. me into the office. Those are clues about why I play the game. Or a a game is an attempt to get legitimate needs met in an ineffective way. Let me give Mm. you another example. Why do I play Now I Got You? Because I want to feel good about myself. Well, it's anybody. I think almost everybody would like to feel good about myself. But I learned to play, feel good about myself by putting other people down and finding their faults. So what what I find is, is simple examples of now I got you. Um, uh, people complain in in businesses and in nonprofits about a lousy meeting, and when the meeting's over, they they play now I got you about the person who ran the meeting. But did they do anything to change it? Did they speak up? They didn't. That's why it's a now I got you. And by that, they start feeling better about themselves by putting other people down. One of the most unpleasant things in life is unhealthy comparisons. Comparing yourself in an unhealthy way to another person is not a great way to, to live your life. And needing, uh, needing that way to play games just doesn't make sense. Wow. You know, you talked about the behavior modification, the way I've always said it or heard it. I don't know. I probably heard it somewhere. And I call it HR 101, these basic truths. And any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. That's what you're talking about, correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. And even though That's the right. outcome to some doesn't seem positive, like, well, he's getting in trouble. Well, he got in. Nah, we want attention. If what we want is attention, then it is true. Any kind of attention fulfills Right? I mean, it's, it's valid. It's, it's better than being ignored. When I did yep. therapy with parolees, one of them said to me one day, at least the cops care. Wow. At least the cops care. You know, negative attention is better than being ignored. That's why isolation is so awful. Yeah, that's big punishment in prison. They put you in isolation by yourself, and that when they really want to punish you, you're already in prison. So now they separate you from everybody else, and you sit by yourself. That's why. You, even see that in, you know, in, re, in retirement, one of the biggest problems people have is, first of all, what do I do all day? And secondly, I don't get the attention from people. I was talking to people on the phone. I was with people all day long. All of a sudden, they're not there. People need to do things to be with other people. So your wife or husband doesn't have the whole job of giving you the strokes you need. Wow. Hey, I want to throw a couple games out, uh, just some names, and just see, kind of just tell me a little bit. So the game Blemish, uh, is, that, is that where we're finding faults in other people to make ourselves better? Yeah. Is that what that is? Well, it, it, it's a way of not getting close. Ble- oh, I it keeps people away. With you. I mean, er- everything could be great about you except you have this blemish. I find that blemish, and that's the reason I don't want to go out with you anymore. That's the reason I don't like you anymore. We all have blemishes. But people go around finding blemishes because they don't want to get too close. Why don't I want to get close? I'm afraid of rejection. I'm so it's really about rejection. me. So it's, it's a distraction. Ah. It's self-protective. It's self-protective. I'm afraid I'm going to get rejected. So I, I find your blemish so I never have to get that close. So you beat them to the punch. Instead of them rejecting mm-hmm. you, you, you find a reason to reject them because you're going to be rejected anyways. That's exactly right. Wow. And you talked about courtroom. You know, as I'm reading this, I think I do the courtroom way too often. <laughs> as I'm reading it, explain to him again what the courtroom is. <laughs> well, courtroom is where you have a plaintiff, a defendant, a judge, and a jury. Your kids do it all the time. He hit me. I did not. <laughs> so you have the plaintiff, the defendant, and now mom or dad are supposed to be the judge or the jury. And the darn problem is when you're on one kid's side, you're his rescuer, you're automatically the other one's persecutor. You can't win. Wow. So you one or the you other. You can't win. So, wow. That's right. Wow. How about this, uh, if it weren't for you? That sounds like a game a lot of people. If it weren't for you, what's that game? <laughs> well, that's basically providing an excuse for myself, blaming somebody else for what I do. You know, the biggest issue in life, I think, is taking ownership. I'm I'm responsible for my own thinking, my own feelings, and my own behavior, and nobody else's. 
So if it weren't for you as a belief system that you made me do that, it's because of you that I did that. It's not taking ownership. And if you don't take ownership, folks, you don't change. And and there's only one person you're in control of, yourself. You can't really make anybody anything. You can't make them happy. You can't make them mad. You do invite it, but it's their own thought process that makes them happy or mad. Yeah, and we dissociate so much, and we just uh, we separate ourselves out because of the pain. I deal with that a lot. A lot of people are hurting. A lot of people spent their life, uh, Abe, not being enough. You know, not being good enough, not being tall enough, not being smart yes, enough, yes. not being this enough. And so I think we're compensating. We're we're protecting it. We have a wound, and we're so we're we're kind of circling the wagons. We're protecting our heart. Uh, and as soon as we feel a little bit of uh, someone might be attacking us, we block and attack. I always say we're great martial arts experts. We block and we attack. We block and we attack. You know. <laughs> yeah, so how about? It's a sad. It's a sad kind of thing. Well, but that's why you do what you do, and that's why I do what I do. i got to be honest with you, Abe. I tell people all the time, the reason why I do what I do is because I hurt. I've had a lot of pain in my life. I have a lot of trauma in my childhood. Uh, and I went into this field, of the NLP, to learn about myself, to clean myself up. And, you know, I believe that, the, you know, hurting people has a natural tendency. By default, we hurt other people. We block and attack. But I also believe that uh, there's a proverb, I think it is, that uh, pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up that we can make a conscious choice to say, I'm going to take my pain and I'm going to help other people. And I, that's what I work to yep. help people do. Start with that basic premise. Well, so, go ahead. My dad died when I was a boy. Greatest pain mm-hmm. of my life. I lived in a children's home through junior high and high school, as we called them in those days. Mm-hmm. And I decided there were some social workers there, some of whom were great and some of whom weren't. And I decided I was going to be a social worker. So it's similar to you. It's through our yep. own pain, we want to help other people also. Yep. So uh, two couple more games for the break, and then after the break, I'm going to go in the drama triangle. The biggest one, and you alluded to it, but I want to spend a minute on it, is N-I-G-Y-S-O-B. Uh, I got to be honest with right. you, when I struggle with my wife, I find myself playing this game far more often than I want to. Explain yep. the N-I-G. You call it, now I got you, but it, the whole thing is there's an S-O-B. Now I got you, you S-O-B, yeah. yeah. Now I got you, you S-O-B, according to Byrne. That's yeah. right. It's like a volleyball. To me, it's like a volleyball. You know, we have the, my daughter played volleyball a lot, and so you would have one person hit the ball, and the second person would set it up for the third person to slam it. To me, the N-I-G-Y-S-O-B is kind of like volleyball. You, you, does that make sense? Uh, yeah, well, it's self-protective. Again, most of, most games are self-protective in ineffective ways. That's the problem. Being straight with people in diplomatic ways is the most self-protective you can be, and then you're not so vulnerable, and you don't have to be so self-protective. Yep. How about poor me? That's the, is that just the victim game, the poor me game? Yeah, yeah, the poor me game is a victim game. I'm always a victim. And people who are victims get people to be understanding, empathetic, caring, supportive. Why would they ever stop it? Yep. They get because such nice stuff when when they're into the bad stuff about themselves. Well, that's the only time some people pay attention. Yeah, go ahead. That's right. That's right for some people. That's true. You know, I can say, you know, I'm, I haven't done a very good job today. And what I'm going to get is, oh, come on, don't be so hard on yourself. You do a very nice job. <laughs> and now I, some people some people need that. I mean, yeah. there may be a given day when I'm having a bad day, and I need that kind of support, and that's okay. But when it's a pattern, you don't need to do it. Like a lot yeah. of people cry when they're angry. They cry because they get understanding and empathy. Mm. But they don't they don't feel much better when they're angry if they cry. They cry yeah. if they're sad, they feel better, generally speaking. Wow. And then I see this one, see what you made me do. I think there's a lot of abusive men out there who play that game, huh? See what you made me do. That's right. See what you made me do. Non ownership. Wasn't my fault. Self protection. Yep. The same the kind ownership. of thing. You keep talking about ownership, only... Abe. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was saying ownership that's the is... biggest thing. They can't change it unless they own it, you said, correct? Yeah, I'm in charge of my own thinking, my own feelings, and my own behavior. I don't have any control of anybody else. People who believe other people control them, I I believe this philosophy. People always do what they want, given their options. They always do what they want, given their options. So uh, my son one time said to me, I have three sons, and he said to me, you're always telling me what to do. I said, why is that a problem? You never listen. 
<laughs> I mean, and that's a clue of my game with him. Yeah. I mean, if I do it repetitively, I'm playing the same darn game. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, that's incredible. And uh, uh, what we're going to do, because we're going to go to heartbreak in 30 seconds. Uh, afterwards, uh, I want to cover two other games specifically. And then I want to ask, uh, talk about there are any good games. And then I w- I'd like to end it off the last you know, seven, eight minutes if we could, uh, talking about the drama triangle, because I think it's so uh, relevant to, to where we're at today in the world. So uh, I am Mr. Black. We have special guest Abe Wagner. And he's, we're talking about the games people play. We'll be back in three minutes with Like It Matters Radio. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity there is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us this pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope hope is fading at like it matters radio we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide. All at likeitmatters.net. Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. Social media marketing is on the verge of dominating commerce. The right social media strategy can help you slay the competition and gain new customers. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. You want to listen to this radio show in its entirety, so if you missed any of it, you can go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. And the good news is that we'll replay again from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you go to iHeartRadio or any of the TuneIn or any of those other, um, I don't know what they call them, those radio networks, if you will, uh, you can listen uh, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replays again 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Just query Wellness Radio 1570, and there you will find us. So we'd like to welcome back Abe Wagner to Like It Matters Radio. Thanks again, Abe, for joining us. Thank you. And I was wondering, could we spend our time on the drama triangle? Because it's fascinating. Please. Uh, and and for, for the rest of our time, because I think yeah. people will really enjoy that. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and just take over? Take it. Yep. Okay. So this was created by Dr. Stephen Karpman, K-A-R-P-M-A-N, a psychiatrist living in San Francisco, a brilliant man. 
he uh, he created the drama triangle and the drama triangle are the roles people play when they play psychological games uh, you always have a victim so you imagine a three-cornered triangle inverted triangle at the basis is a victim if there is no victim there is no game then you have on one end the persecutor on the other end the rescuer now the biggest problem with the victim is not taking ownership and not feeling empowered if they feel empowered they don't need to take the victim position by the way there are legitimate victims that aren't playing games I'm not talking about the legitimate victims. I'm talking about people who learn to play these games as kids. Mm. So the victim, uh, the biggest thing with the victim is, t- is one, feeling empowered, and two, taking ownership. And a simple way to take ownership is to use ownership words. Uh, for example, you made me mad is not ownership. You hurt my feelings is not ownership. It's saying you're in charge of how I feel. If you're in charge of how I feel, I'm powerless. So you can just simply change by changing a couple of words. I like the words when and about. I feel mad when you talk to me that way. I feel hurt about what you said. When and about. And that's a constant reminder to the person that I'm in charge of me. I don't have to be the victim. I don't have to believe other people are doing it to me. People invite you into the victim position. You don't have to take the invitation. So that's the big thing with the victim. The persecutor is a person who does a lot of niggy sob kinds of stuff. That's the critical parent, the rebellious child, whereas the victim is the compliant child. I never do anything well. Or you have a rebellious child victim. Hey, I do my job. Why don't they do theirs? You have two types of victims. The persecutor needs to feel better about themselves so they don't put other people down. Let me talk about the rescuer for a minute. Rescue in in psychology is I do for you what you're capable of doing for yourself. Different than the rescue you and I know. So the big difference between an okay and a not okay rescuer is the not okay rescuer has a discount or a put down in there. You know, a discount is marking something down in value, putting Mm -hmm. something down. So if I'm doing something for you that you're capable of doing for yourself, The discount is, I don't think you're capable. When I do it for you, I am saying you're not capable. And when I keep doing that, the people start believing they're not capable. Mm -hmm. And I create a codependency where people need to come to me with great regularity. So if there's a discount or a put-down in it, a more formal definition of a discount is distorted thinking leading to ineffective behavior. Let Mm -hmm. me give you an example. If I interrupt you in the middle of a sentence, What do I have to be thinking to interrupt you? What I have to say is more important than what you have to say. Mm. That's distorted thinking. The ineffective behavior is interrupting you. Mm. A person said to me, um, I've lived here all my life, and I get lost going to the airport. And this is a 35-year-old person. Mm. Well, if the person's discounting their own ability to learn how to get to the airport. If I Mm. take them, I'm doing the second discount. I'm saying, you're pretty dumb, I'll take you. (laughs) Instead of saying, let's take a look at options, et cetera, et cetera. And it takes two discounts to play a game. So let me give you an example of how the triangle works. Uh, It's called a drama triangle because the drama takes place when people switch roles on the triangle. So uh, little Tommy is not listening to his mama, and mama's frustrated with the kid. So mama feels like she's the victim, Tommy's the persecutor, because he's not listening. So mama calls daddy at work and says, when you get home, you talk to him. Dad's going to be mama's rescuer. So if you follow mm. on the triangle, yep. dad's now mama's rescuer. So mm. um, dad comes home and shouts at the kid. The rescuer, this is the first change, the first switch. <laughs> now the rescuers become the persecutor. The persecutor is now the victim. Now mama hears him shouting at the kid and says, why don't you talk to him in a decent way? Well, what happened there? Mama's a rescuer of the original persecutor who's being persecuted by the original rescuer. (laughs) And how does dad feel? He feels like a victim. And this is the kind of thing that happens with great regularity. Uh, I go over my boss's head because my boss is impossible. I see my boss as the persecutor. I'm the victim. I go to the boss's boss who believes me. He calls my boss and it clobbers him. My boss, my boss's boss, the rescuer, is now seen as the persecutor by the other guy. My boss now is the victim feeling persecuted by the original rescuer. It's not over because he comes back to me, my boss says, why'd you tell him I came to you? 
He sees me as the persecutor. He's the victim. I go back to the boss's boss and say, why did you tell him I came to you? I'm making my boss's boss the persecutor. And how does he feel? He feels like the victim. After all he's done for me, I'm complaining. And, and that goes on and on and on, wow. and it's, it can be very frustrating. Wow. I mean, it's, that's, the, that's stunning because you just explained most relationships. You talked about our political world. You talked about right there with that one short little three-minute diet. I mean, it was right there. Oh, wow. sure. sure. So, I mean, I, I even use the, the analogy of the United States goes into Afghanistan, Iraq, Somalia yeah. as the rescuer. Shortly seen as a persecutor, they come home feeling like victims. You wow. see the, I'm, I'm not sure that's a game in and of itself, but you see that same triangle yeah. over and over. And people yeah. also do it in their head. Like, I don't answer somebody's question in a, in a seminar, let's say, well, what do they say? Who does he think he is? Better than me? <laughs> he sees me as a persecutor. He's the victim. We do it in our head. You know, it's uh, you know, it's, uh, people always compare things. It's just like riding a bike. You just keep getting on. You know what they always compare it. So, on a bike, two things we need to know: one, how do you get the thing going, and how do you stop it? So, let me transfer those questions to the drama triangle. First of all, how do we get on the dry, drama triangle? How, what gets us on the drama triangle? What's that? It's that whole that whole need to play games. It's okay. the need. It's a self protective device. It's a way of getting the, I need, like, I need attention from my wife. So I play a game and I get negative attention. That's better than being ignored. Mm, I see. So, so there's, some, there's, there's some need being met ineffectively. It's not really being met. I end up with negative strokes, et cetera. Or I put you down and I have a need to feel good about myself. So I do it by finding out what's wrong with you. Mm. That's ineffective ineffective. I can feel better than you. That's, that's what prejudice to a large extent is yep. about. I've yep. got to feel better about a group of people because wow. I don't feel good enough about myself. Yep. You mean, elevate yourself by lowering somebody else. That's right. That's right. So mm. those, are, those are one of the things that motivates. Awesome. You asked how do you, how do you get out of games? Well, yeah. number, one, number one, become aware that you're doing this kind of thing. Like you said, geez, I pick up that I play the Niggy Sob game. Once you're aware that you're doing stuff like this, that's the beginning of the end very often. But the other thing I say is be straight with people. Ask for what you want, uh, um, what you're willing and attend to keep, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, those are outlined in my book, Say It Straight or You'll Show It Crooked, uh, which you can get the electronic version or the uh, uh, the auditory version with Amazon. Um, and highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah, people can order books through me. I have also the transactional manager. That sounds like it's only for managers. It's mm -hmm. for anybody. It's transactional analysis in very practical ways. Yeah. So uh, I have a website, abewagner.com, that will uh, you, you'll see most of that stuff. And I highly recommend them. I've listened to both of Abe's books, uh, uh, the one a hundred times, The Transactional Manager, and then Say It Straight or, or You'll Be Going Crooked or something. What's the subtitle on the other one? You'll, you'll say It Straight or You'll Show It Crooked. That's what it is. I, again, probably listen to that one only 20 times. Sorry. So, <laughs> listen to that one 20 times, but I listen to the other one a hundred times, and uh, we're running out of time. But, uh, Abe, I want to thank you so much, and I highly uh, recommend anybody wants uh, to, to, to learn more about this to reach out to Abe to read his books because uh, it's information, and he does it in such an entertaining way. So, Abe, I want to thank you for the time that you spent with me and my listeners. You've truly have made a huge impact, so thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be with you, Scott. All the best to you and your wife. All right. You have a great day, Abe. Bye now. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, just because you're playing a game doesn't mean you have to keep playing it. At any point, like Abe said, you can just decide to get off the drama triangle, to quit playing the game, because a game played by only one person is not much fun unless it's solitaire. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? 
Hi, I'm Alyssa with Wellness Radio 1570, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.